0: This is the anthem. Here's what you came for. This is the moment. Magic was made for Come on, come on. Side up the sky now.
1: You feel the magic happening right now. Hello there. Welcome back to Panthers House Hello, and welcome back to Fan Fatales, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma, and this week continues Gabby's time off from recording, as she has a lot of things going on in her life. So this week, I am joined by a good friend of mine, the Willa to my Charlene, and the Rose Granger-Weasley to my Lily Luna Potter, Julie Rose. Julie, thanks for so much for coming on.
0: Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Yes. I'm so excited. So we've known each other for a long time now. Yeah, I think it started, I
0: think, 2018? 2018, 2019, something like that. Yeah.
1: Because I remember us getting close during the Tony Awards of, like, when Chris Child became popular.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That was 2018 then.
1: Yeah. Because I think that was, like, the same week that you joined COL was yes. the week of the tony awards and you and i were just texting back and forth
0: mm-hmm. our thoughts about it so right, oh what were, were you say? were you jess or charlene or i, I was maybeck
1: or not maybeck um uh, maleficent. maleficent yeah okay and you were willa yeah. willa yes but now i've reclaimed my kingdom keepers and am now charlene yeah
0: that makes sense perfect <laughs> yes
1: um, So, we have a list of questions we ask anyone coming on the show for the first time. So, are right, you ready? Sounds good. I am.
0: What is your main fandom? So, my main fandom changes like a lot. Like, it depends on yeah. the year or the time of my life. Right now, it is The West Wing, which is a 90s political drama, which I was into in my senior year of high school. And about a year and a half, two years ago during COVID, I got, I got back into it. So I do a lot of that. I knew TikTok. you were going to say that. Not going to lie. Well, I mean, that's what it is right now. <laughs> that's, that's your entire TikTok right now, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, during the beginnings of COVID, it was Harry Potter. In and college later, of years, yeah, la- later years. Yeah. Later years. Yeah. Later years of college, it was Kingdom Keepers, which is when we met. Yeah. And before that it was the Librarians um
1: what is your Hogwarts house
0: I am a proud Ravenclaw
1: (laughs) (laughs) we love our Ravenclaws on here so much
0: who is your favorite Disney princess my favorite Disney princess so Belle is always going to be my girl like I always say Belle is my favorite princess because she is um she has been my princess since I was a little girl because she's the brunette weird, weird girl who likes to read and she's a princess me. So I love her. Um, yeah. But Rapunzel also holds a very special place in my heart. And Rapunzel's my comfort princess. So a lot of the merch I have is more Rapunzel than Belle. But yeah. So both of them in different ways. Okay. So heroes or villains? Heroes.
1: Yeah. Again, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, um, well, I thought, yeah. So I know you just got back from Disneyland and we're at Avengers Campus. I,
0: I was. So- who is your favorite Avenger? Ooh, so <laughs> I've watched like no Marvel movies. <laughs> I've watched like four or five Marvel movies so uh, going totally like fine. going guessing who I think it would be based off of the content that I have seen. Yeah. Um, I think it's Iron Man or Spider-Man but I can't say like fully
1: but I'm a Spider-Man girl like through and through so
0: those are the two I think when I finally watch all the movies I'm gonna like the best yeah and then any other fun facts you'd like to say Ooh, fun facts I didn't think about that um (laughs) I'm a cast member um don't speak for the brand or the company should clear that up because technically this is Disney property um and I currently work at Splash Mountain. I did my DCP, my college program, um, in, what was it, summer and fall of 2021. I yep. was supposed to have been fall 2020, but, you know, that didn't happen. So, yep. during my college program, I worked at the Epcot Festival booths and Outdoor Vending in Magic Kingdom, and then in January, I went part-time, and now I work at Splash Mountain.
1: So, as Julie mentioned, we're going to be touching a Disney property. Um, we are going to be sorting some characters from Bradley Pearson's Kingdom Keeper series into their Hogwarts mm. house. Yay. And I'd like to remind listeners that we here at Fan Fatals stand by the fact that we do not um, allow any hate of any kind on our, pl- on our pages. Yes. Our little disclaimer whenever we do Harry Potter content. Yes. Boo. <laughs> Boo. So let's just do a rundown of the Hogwarts houses real quick, and then we can get into these characters.
0: Sounds good. So one thing you should know about me is that I study Hogwarts houses and house sorting, like it's a branch of, branch of psychology. Yeah. Um, so I have studied each of the houses and what makes people go into those houses and what gives them their houses in depth. Um, my roommates and I talk about it all the time. Um, one of the many reasons I asked you to do
1: this one with
0: me (laughs) sorting sorting is one of my favorite activities yes
1: so Gryffindor some of the traits for Gryffindors are brave chivalrous I cannot speak today yeah. yeah daring confident valiant and courageous Hufflepuffs like me are um, some of the traits are loyalty, tolerance, patience, hardworking, friendly, and dedication. Ravenclaw's, Ravenclaw.
0: Yeah. Ravenclaws, like myself, are wise, intellectual, clever, sharp minded, logical, and creative. We're also um, accepting and individual, eccentric, unique.
1: And then Slytherin is cunning, determined, ambitious, resourceful, innovative, and accomplished.
0: Woo! So for all the houses, yes. Woo!
1: all the houses, we love them all here.
0: Yes, we do. I have some feelings about a certain house as a Ravenclaw, but I'm not going to be yeah, negative and share them. That- oh, okay. So shall we get started with yes. the leader?
1: I guess technically, even though he just whines about being the leader. The leader. Of the Wayne and said I'm the leader. Family. Yeah, Wayne said I'm the leader. So I'm
0: the I'm leader. leader. I'm the leader. How dare, Phil Whitman, how dare Philby? How dare say hello to how dare Philby say hello to the people before I do? I'm the
1: leader. Of course, we're talking about Finn Whitman. We First. love him. We do. We love him. But he's just he's... boy. <laughs> child.
0: Okay, so I have some thoughts on Finn. I go back and forth on Finn. So let me say, I've... I guess
1: been going back and forth on a lot of them except for like two
0: yeah so i think years ago when i was really looking at sorting the keepers in depth i said that finn was a hufflepuff because of how much he everything he does seems to be like to take care of his friends and to take care of disney and to like serve that cause be loyal to wayne be loyal to disney um and being the hero for those purposes. And because yeah. those are the reasons that he's the hero, I always put him in Hufflepuff. But okay. then part of me, but then part of me also thinks that because he is so self-sacrificial and so focused on being the leader, like there's no house for him but Gryffindor. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to just put him in Gryffindor because he's the main because it sounds like then that I'm just putting him in Gryffindor because he's the main because character. Because he's the main character. Yeah. But not, I mean it's an ensemble cast, but if there's a main character, it's him, right? Yeah, so, especially
1: in the first book.
0: Yeah, so um, I used to say he was a Hufflepuff with Gryffindor tendencies, but now Gryffindor, I don't know. He might be a Gryffindor. Hufflepuff I can't decide. Tendencies? I can't decide either. It's like, because, okay. Because the way all of the houses have kind of um, blurred lines between them, right? There yeah. are traits, between most of the houses, there are overlaps between traits the only two houses that I think in my estimation that don't really have any similarities or overlap is Gryffindor and Ravenclaw yeah they're kind of like oil and water which is what I was alluding to before um except for Hermione but Hermione's a rare case but she's it's not that like she's just but she's Hermione is also very much not like an anti-Ravenclaw character which yeah is a different discussion not for this episode because if you remember <laughs> Hermione and Luna don't get along at all true mm-hmm. um, but anyway um, so I think a lot of what puts Finn in whatever house he's in is Finn lies in that middle ground between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff yeah. um, it's so hard and one of the things it's I look so at hard. when I really yeah it is hard <laughs> Do you have any thoughts? I feel like I'm rambling and controlling no. things.
1: I, I have thoughts for some of the other ones. I really yeah. like did not think about this. It was like, I'm just going to go and find.
0: I'm just digging through my brain for what my old thoughts used to be. Um, but Finn, I think, because one of the things that I look at when I look at how to sort someone, there's two main things that I look at yeah. when I sort a character. Number one, what do you value? Like, what do you think is important in life? And number two, how do you go about solving problems? And then I guess paired with that, number three or two and a half is um, what motivates your actions. So, like, let's say um, if you're killing someone in a battle, right? A Gryffindor would do it. What? Yeah, a a Gryffindor would do it like to be the hero because they think that being the hero is the right thing to do. Yeah. I guess a better example for this is sacrificing yourself, and that's perfect. I that <laughs> does. So perfect. a Gryffindor would a Gryffindor would sacrifice themselves because they think that they have to do that. That that's the right. That sacrificing yeah. yourself is the right thing to do in life. Like being a hero, that ties into their trait of chivalrous. Yeah. Right. Uh, Slytherin would do it. A uh, Slytherin would do it as a very last resort. Um, but a Slytherin would do it to save the people they love because a big thing for Slytherins is fraternity. Yeah. Um, so with their family specifically. And we see that with Regulus. Yes. Um, a Hufflepuff would sacrifice themselves also for the people that they love, but that less, unlike the Slytherin, it ties more into their value system. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also might die for a cause. They're being loyal. And a Ravenclaw would do it if they thought that was the smartest option. And they saw that, they've thought it out and that's the only way to yeah. achieve their end. So when I'm looking at that, again, like Finn, I can't decide what Finn sacrifice- see with that, I say more Hufflepuff. And I was gonna say more Gryffindor. Interesting. I
1: don't because know- Because I-
0: I, don't know. I feel like if I remember, I'd have to go back and look. But the, there's two big sacrifices with Finn, right? Yeah. There's the one in um, book seven, the, the insider, yeah, and there's the one in Disneylands, and what I remember specifically about the one in Disneylands is less than do it, he kind of like talks specifically about doing it because he thinks that's his job, right? He yeah. sees himself he sees himself as the leader. And as this hero for Disney. And he thinks it's his job to do this and save Disney in that way. And I see him doing it. His motivation seems to be more that rather than the specifics of like, I'm going to protect the other keepers by sacrificing myself, which he would still do, I think. But I think his motivation in that moment is more of a Gryffindor motivation. But I don't know. He also, he's so focused on his friends he is he's so focused I feel, on his friends. I feel
1: like him being so focused on his friends and a moment that i like go to I, again i alluded to it earlier him mm-hmm. killing dillard i forget what book that is in
0: shell game shell game but no not shell game no. um dark passage dark passage i was I like knew which was nom- one of
1: the cruise books yeah
0: no i knew which book i was talking about i just mixed up the yeah. titles but his i don't
1: want to say reaction to it but like the moments afterwards
0: yeah no you're right i uh, he's such a hard one but there's got to be an answer there has to be i think he would be a hat stall he would definitely be a hat stall like he would definitely be a hat stall okay but in the, okay but here's the way you think about that if he was a hat stall
1: which would, he would you choose huff
0: yeah i think he would choose hufflepuff i, I think he would choose hufflepuff as well Okay so are we gonna say he's a Hufflepuff? We're gonna say he's a Hufflepuff. Also he and Willa are like best friends and I don't think he and Willa would get along as well if he was a Gryffindor. True because we both know what house the
1: next two are which is <laughs> Philby and Willa Angelo our yes. favorite oh, there's couple. There's no there's there's no debate. They're both Ravenclaws. They're both Ravenclaws. Delphilby's the tech nerd and Willa's yeah. the, like book nerd. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. People have tried to argue with me that like Philby is a Slytherin, but I don't really no. know. I think the way, I think the version of Philby that Finn sees in his head is is a good. Slytherin, but that's not really Philby. Um, yes. And they're both very much motivated by their intellect. They love learning. Um, and that's what drives all their decisions. The way we see them problem solving in the series. Yes all has to do with intellect especially
1: Um, book one where they remember parts of the stonecutter's
0: tale correct and they also the way they look at problems like they'll be the one on the team to stop and like be like well let's think of a different way to do this which is a very raven clum move
1: yes and in Um, the third book i forget who like separates the team and is like hey these three should go but I know that they separate it into Finn, Charlene and Philby on a team. And yeah. they're like, because the leader, the athlete and the smart. Yeah. Or in
0: the brains. Yeah. And it's not that it's not just that they're smart because people can, no. because being smart has nothing to do yeah. with being a Ravenclaw, but they both love learning. And that's, that's what we see define their personality. That's what we see drive all their decisions. That's what we see that they value. Yes. Um. And, yeah, it's, um, and Willa they also so focuses, easy. Willa also focuses a lot on, like, the, the acceptance and individuality yeah. side of Ravenclaw, which is a really important part of Ravenclaw for me, that gets mm-hmm. forgotten a lot, um, because to me that, the individuality and acceptance side of Ra- defines Ravenclaw more than intelligence, yeah. um, so yeah, um, I don't think we even have to talk about those two no. anymore. It's just, it's so easy. Now, wait, I th- no. Oh. No, go ahead. I think I have, keep talking. I think I have an old Tumblr post where I wrote out all my thoughts about this. So, Oh.
1: I'll see if I can pull it up. You, you can keep talking. Tumblr. So Terrence Maybeck, Terry Maybeck, kay. whatever we want to call him is next.
0: I also have two that I go back and forth with on Maybeck. Same. Um, what are your two my two are Slytherin and Ravenclaw you see
1: Slytherin was definitely on there um I don't know about Ravenclaw
0: well I um I feel like I think the way I always looked at it is he like when I reread the books the most recent time it was a couple of years ago and I don't think I got all the way through them but I got farther than I ever had um and Oh, wait, is this it here? Yeah, I have the post here. <laughs> um, oh, no, I have a post that someone else made that I chimed in on. Oh. And in this post, I put him as a Slytherin. But I, yeah, okay. So I feel like when I was thinking about Ravenclaw for him, when I reread the books, he's a lot more creative than I remember. Every time I reread the books, I get surprised again by, like, I know. how- how intellectual he is how into art he is um yeah but yeah what was the two I'm sorry I think I didn't hear what were the two that you were going back and forth on
1: Slytherin for sure I always see Slytherin um I guess Ravenclaw especially with how creative he is I mean his aunt owns that paint shop yeah yeah the pottery shop whatever it is
0: yeah and crazy glaze yeah yeah, Crazy Glaze. And my personal headcanon is that he takes over operations as an adult. But that's. Oh, that, definitely. That should be a different episode. Because I have very thought out headcanons about the post-series Kingdom Keepers. Same. <laughs> like very thought out. Same. Um, a little but yeah, tangent.
1: I- but I remember making a post about Charlene Turner. And, like, talking about how she was on Good Luck, Charlie. And someone thought I was on Good Luck, Charlie.
0: Oh, my gosh. With that
1: post. Because canon to the book, she has, like, appeared on Good Luck, Charlie. Like he has twice. appeared on Good Luck,
0: Charlie. Yeah. I'm looking through. I wrote. Oh, I wrote a whole paragraph about why I thought Finn was a Hufflepuff. Because someone asked oh. me. Um, I said, I feel like I, I was, like uh 2019 so i was just about to turn 21 when i wrote this okay i feel like it's because of the way i view hufflepuffs for me i focus a lot on their being just and unafraid of toil for me hufflepuffs are total badasses and they'd be the one of the four houses to be most likely to throw themselves in the line of fire for others because of their selflessness or their belief in justice that being said gryffindors also throw themselves on the line of fire a lot but I think the difference for me is that when Finn jumps into harm's way or sacrifices himself, it's all in the name of protecting his friends or saving Disney. He believes that he has to do it because it's what's needed to save Disney, which he believes is just and right. So he'll die if it means his friends and his cause being safe. This is Gryffindorish too, but there's a lot of blurred lines between the houses in that area. The difference is between him and Charlene's oh, Gould, This is okay. We're gonna skip that because that gets into later answers. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I think I changed my answer on Charlene since I wrote this. So oh I definitely
1: um, was about to disagree with your Charlene point,
0: but no, you're yeah, on no, no, Maybach no. right now. Yeah, no, know. we're on Mayback. Um I'm no, sorry, I'm scrolling through my Tumblr and I found a really funny post about Finn. So <laughs> we're just gonna um keep talking.
1: We we love Finn Whitman. I I love I love Finn Whitman, but I also love making fun of Finn Whitman. Oh that that so I was telling you about Kingdom <laughs> Keepers, let's read our group chat with the Keepers and Fairleys. Yes. Is us just making fun of Finn. Finn is just so easy like to make fun of. 98% of the time. And it's the, the guy who is cosplaying Finn on TikTok. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I met him because, yeah, because he was on yeah. the DCP and he um, came to Splash while I was working one night. Yeah, but he's the Finn in
1: the group chat.
0: So we always make fun of him. I I literally I said during my college Kingdom Keepers phase I used to make memes about Finn all the time, no, namely about the namely about the I'm the leader thing. It's it's just it's so funny.
1: What on, I think it's someone so made a funny. meme about it? Oh, here you I go. have a bunch. I'm gonna send I, you this meme that someone in the group chat made. I almost sent it to the wrong person.
0: I have a bunch somewhere. Um, the the funniest thing we're going on a tangent now but the funniest thing my favorite thing to make fun of with the whole I'm the leader thing is at the end of shell game he's talking to Willa like right before they jump off the ship And in the same breath, that he's just like Will is like upset because she's like, oh, I thought Philby and I were like liked each other, but now I'm not sure. And in the same breath, that he's like, oh, Philby loves you. Like you, you have to hear the way he talks about you when you're not around. Yada yada yada. And then starts complaining about Philby too, Willa. (laughs) Like all in the same sentence.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of weird Finn moments again. Being like going back and rereading the books like doing this whole thing um it's just so funny um because
0: yeah yeah um I can see Kat and Jess absolutely making something like that Mm
1: -hmm. yeah but um yeah rereading the books especially like Looking at Finn and Charlene's relationship in the third and fourth book, when like Amanda thinks that they like each other, and, and I'm really... like, Finn, boy, shut up,
0: because like there like, is a little bit of a love triangle going on there at one point. Yes, before Charlene is into Maybach,
1: and before Philby kisses Charlene because she's evil in the third book for like five. Yeah, oh, seconds. in the
0: fourth book, I always forget about that.
1: I do too and I'm about to record that scene and
0: I'm like I forgot this happens and I remember but when I go back to it and I read it again I remember like how shocked I vividly remember reading that as like a middle schooler um I, I think that's my least favorite moment in the King- yeah no I'm sorry no my least favorite moment has got to be in Legacy of Secrets When all of a sudden Finn and Charlene are like into each other again, even though like we've established that Charlene and Maybach have been a very serious couple for like four years at that point. So, I anyway, there's a lot about Legacy of Secrets,
1: yeah. Anyway, we were talking, okay, we were We're trying to figure out what Hogwarts house Maybach was in. I don't know, I like, I don't want to be like, I have a strong like. Slytherin connection with him but like
0: no I think I think when you think about it he's too jaded to not be a Slytherin yeah the way he views the world because the way he views the world and the way he solves problems is usually a very Slytherin way of solving problems yes yes, and I think there are other characters who are Slytherins that we'll get to that are different kinds of Slytherins than Maybeck I agree but I think he's also a Slytherin
1: I do too okay it's a very interesting relationship for my girl Charlene
0: because
1: I see her either Gryffindor or Hufflepuff
0: that's the two that I go back and forth on and on the post I found I apparently chose Gryffindor for her but I think thinking about it I think she's a Hufflepuff
1: you see I like so I forget the line it's in the third book but it's her after she's like finally realized her place on the team and she's like so what if our parents find out and like ground us we have to do this now and it's just like very like and everyone's like what have you done with charlene and that moment to me is a very gryffindor moment for her
0: that is a gryffindor it could but that moment could be hufflepuff too yeah i think for me when i think about i and i could see it either way Yes. for me when I think about her as a Hufflepuff um I think about like she like and every time I reread the books I'm surprised by her because I forget how much how much like she goes to bat for the other keepers like she's very dedicated Ooh, yeah. to this she is very dedicated to this idea of saving her friends and helping her friends yeah even even more so than she's dedicated to the idea of saving disney like her relationship her relationship with the other keepers is what matters most to her i think the way i read it especially because she kind of has this character development from a kind of more like vain kind of character um oh yeah and she was like, like supposed to be like the stereotypical popular girl, right? And then she makes all these friends and she talks about having friends and how much she cares about them and how much she comes to care for Maybach. Yeah. And it talks about in the books, how she even surprises herself. Yeah. So I think, I don't know, that reads, And also um, my number one Charlene moment of all time, that is a very Hufflepuffy moment to me. In I think it's in, Dis- in Disneyland. Yes, in Disneyland's um when they're in 1955 and her and Maybach like the cops stop her and Maybach oh yes and, and they're like oh you she's like we're doing a school project and the cops don't believe them and she looks them dead in the eye and goes yeah I believe it's called integration I'm, I love oh her oh my god that moment is so good my
1: queen I love her so much because she would she she would say that
0: it's like an ah uh, it's like it's sh- there's so much about the keepers relationships and characters that's yeah. like deep under the surface right because we don't get to see a lot about their lives outside of the keepers in the books true but a lot of it is implied yeah. especially in the three year time jump um in between shell game and the insider Which, that three year ju- jump always throws me off when I'm reading yeah. them. There's that three-year jump, so at the end of shell game, Willa and Philby and Charlene and Maybe just get together, but then yeah. by the time we get to the insider, there's stuff that implies that they, they're dating now, and they've been dating the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, you have to assume that it's a very serious relationship, and there's a lot of things that happen between each of those couples that indicate that it's a very serious relationship. Yeah. Um, and that moment for me is one of them.
1: I can be swayed on her being yeah
0: I think uh, she's a Hufflepuff I think she's a Hufflepuff yeah I I was going toward like book three like for like speeches well you've read them more recently than I have
1: well I've only gone up to book three because I don't want to like spoil myself voice acting wise of like so I read the first three recently so then I'm not like thinking ahead to whatever you
0: know yeah and I'm reading the paragraph that I said about what Charlene being Gryffindor and it doesn't read as a Gryffindor to me anymore that paragraph so I think yeah I'm saying I'm standing up what I said about it in 2019 was uh the difference between Finn and Charlene say who I see as a Gryffindor is that Charlene is sometimes focused on bettering herself or being brave she'll put herself in harm's way if it needs to be done in a battle because she knows her skill set is involved but Charlene is as will- isn't as willing to throw everything aside as Finn. Finn is 150% dedicated to saving Disney undyingly, no matter what that means. And that just makes him a Hufflepuff for me. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think that changes anything for me. Yeah, I'll say that
1: she's a Hufflepuff. Ooh, that's a very interesting relationship dynamic. Hufflepuff and Slytherin.
0: Okay, hear me out though. I have a list of notes on my phone because my roommate and I do this all the time yeah some of the best ships like some of my favorite ships in the whole world are Slytherin Hufflepuff couples interesting uh if I have I have a list on my phone of like different fictional couples I like and what their house breakup is there's a lot of really good Hufflepuff Hufflepuff couples and a lot of really good Slytherin Hufflepuff couples
1: yeah Ravenclaw Ravenclaw couples are harder to come by
0: but they're good they're they're always top tier yeah, I mean Willa cough, and cough. Philby. Cough, cough. Willa and Philby. Cough, cough. <laughs> Willa and Philby are such an underrated couple, and I—they, mm, mm, mm. I think they're my favorite keepers couple. They have been my favorite keepers couple since I was thirteen. So yeah, it's them. But for then different, Charlene and Maybach. And but then for different,
1: Finn and Amanda.
0: Yeah, I love Finn and Amanda. It's just <laughs> there's like so much depth. Finn's a little too clueless. There's, there's there's so much depth to Willa and Philby and Charlene and Maybach that's not as much there with Finn and Amanda's story that. Yeah. Okay, where is this list? I love that for you. Give me a minute. You can go on to the next thing if you need to. I will find this eventually. No, it is totally fine. Oh, wait, 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 wait. House combo relationships. Okay. There we go. We found it. Um. Yeah, Hufflepuff Slytherin couples. Uh, Rapunzel and Eugene. I, I was about to P- say them. Peta and Katniss. Yes. Uh, Chandler, Chandler and Monica. Yeah. I do have Charlene and Maybek on here. Okay. And I have Effie and Hamish on here. Yes. And I think there's more, but <clears throat> top tier couples. Yes.
1: What about those Ravenclaw Ravenclaw couples How many uh, do you have on one- there? Let's see. The only one I have is Willa and Philby. Why did I know that
0: was going to happen? Okay, wait. Let's see. My Gryffindor, Gryffindor, all I have is Ron and Hermione, Harry and Ginny and Molly and Arthur. Yeah. Uh, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, I have Lorelai and Luke. Okay. Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, all I have is Bill and Fleur, assuming that Fleur would be a Ravenclaw if she was in Hogwarts. She would be a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Gryffindor and Slytherin um I have Lizzie and Darcy and oh I can't say the other one um <laughs> oh yeah because the other one we're about to get to well yeah but then also I okay I'm yeah it's old Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw I have um a couple from the librarian even Flynn from the librarians and then I have Percy and Annabeth um yeah we did the Huffle, Hufflepuff and Hufflepuff and Hufflepuff. I think I know there's more. There's one from West Wing. That's Hufflepuff Hufflepuff. But the only one that I have here written down is Lara Jean and Peter. Yeah. Um, and then Ravenclaw Slytherin and I and Slither and Slither and I have stuff from Leverage.
1: Okay. So shall we get into our first fairly?
0: <laughs> Who's the first Amanda? 12? Okay, I, I have no doubts about what Amanda is. Same. I hope we have the same answer then. I I feel like, I feel like she's a children. She is, yeah. No, that's what I was going to say. I, there's this scene when I was rereading the books. I don't remember what book it's in. I might be able to help you if it's in the first book. But she says, she has this quote and she's, I think she's arguing with Jess because I know in my fan fiction, I had her argue with Jess about this, but I don't remember if they argue about it in the canon books as well. But it's Amanda who says, trust, I think it's, it might be the first one. Or no, it's the second one because Finn already knows she's a fairly. Um, she says that trust is just rust with a T used to disguise it.
1: Yes, that's in one of the first books. That's in the second one, I believe. I believe so. Because that line, I was like, ooh, that is a
0: Slytherin line if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Um, uh, she's very, I'm, Struggling to find words right now. Um, oh no! He, its like it's like Maybeck. She's very jaded, but, but also, also that's a lot of that's crap
1: happened to her.
0: Yeah, that's not the only thing that makes her a Slytherin, though, because yeah. she's she's very cunning. And when like when we look at like Finn protect and we say Finn and Charlene are Hufflepuffs, right? Protecting people. Yeah, or protecting their cause or finn possibly being a gryffindor because we can't decide um, yeah we still can i yeah for the cause or for each other amanda is like amanda would like kill people to protect the people she loves amanda yeah. and and it's all but it's only about the people she loves because we see in disneylands that she's willing to sacrifice disney and sacrifice the world in in order yeah. for it to mean finn stays alive um, and that's a very Slytherin mentality. Everything she does is to protect Jess, to protect Finn. Um, and specifically them. Like she will yeah. she would she would put aside saving Disney, she would put aside saving the other keepers who are also her friends to protect Jess or Finn. Yeah. Because those are the two people who who are the most important to her. Um, and I
1: think about the first moment she uses her fairly ability in front of Finn or one of the first time when they're in that truck and the guy opens up it and sees like a phone or something go off and her moving a rock outside yeah, with her power to like protect Finn yes and I find that moment to be like very resourceful and very Slytherin because she isn't like being like no
0: stop yeah and what other the moment that like when we're looking at Finn and Amanda if we're looking at Finn and Amanda as a couple because that can help yeah. Whether he's a Gryffindor or a Hufflepuff works for this. Is a Gryffindor or Slytherin couple or a Hufflepuff Slytherin couple. Yes. Where when he's about to sacrifice himself in Disneylands, um, um, sorry, I'm talking to my roommate too. That's no problem. Um where when he's gonna sacrifice himself in Disneylands and yes. and they do have a role because at the beginning of that book they each have a view on the situation and then they flip their viewpoints. Yeah. but he's saying to her like this is what I have to do like this is this is this is the move this is what's gonna save it and she's and she's just like no you can't like you yeah. I'm not giving you up again I'm not losing you again i gonna cry <laughs> I love I Amanda. love them even if Finn and Amanda are my number three couple of the Keepers, all the Keeper couples are so good. Yeah. Um, and Charlene and Maybach used to be my least favorite one until, like, my most recent Kingdom Keepers phase, and I started to look at them in depth. But with Finn and Amanda, especially Finn and Amanda in Disneyland, are... Yeah. And the Syndrome. Yeah. But Finn and Amanda in Disneyland, there's the line... And I guess it's kind of, this is kind of a very Slytherin viewpoint for her too, because it's so focused yeah. on one person and the way in which what broke her jaded viewpoint, because at the beginning of the book, when they're first discussing needing to stop the Overtakers from ever being created. Yeah. And at that point, Finn is the one who thinks it will cause a paradox and Amanda is the one who wants to do it. And then they flip at the end of the book. Yeah but when Amanda's arguing against it and she's saying like, we have to believe that like that Amanda's wants him to do it. And he's oh, yes. saying, but what if we never meet? And she's saying like, no, you and I will meet anyway. And he's, and she said, cause that's how it works out in fairy tales. And he, and he says, when have, when have you ever seen a fairy tale work out in real life? And she says, I see it every day. I'm looking at one right now. I forgot about that moment. Oh my god. Moment, I, lo- I was reading it in my freshman year dorm room. I lost my mind. I had to put the book down and take a walk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's a Slytherin. Now let's get into Jess
0: Lockhart. Okay. I think mm. I think Jess... Is a Ravenclaw. I do too, and I like. I usually go back and forth with her on Slytherin and Ravenclaw, but if you can, com- because she has like kind of just similar Ravenclaw experiences. For me. What? Just Ravenclaw for me. Yeah. Well, I came to that conclusion the most recent time I reread the books and realized she's very much just as intellectual as Willa and Filby. Yeah. Um. And but that's not focused on as much because it's not like her main role in the group no but one thing that's really interesting and this obviously doesn't make her a Ravenclaw but they talk at one of the books they mentioned that I knew that Willa and Philby went to like a gifted school yeah but I didn't realize until the most recent time I reread that Jess goes to school with Willa and Philby yeah Jess is also in the gifted high school um and then Finn and Amanda and Charlene and Mavic, like they're just like in different districts yeah but
1: and just very much like little love good vibes
0: yeah yeah and i realized that every time i reread the books i realized that more and more um sorry um and she also like it's it's easy to say she's a Slytherin because her and Amanda have such similar experiences and like yeah. those jaded those jaded viewpoints. However, if you look at some of like her and Amanda do see things very differently. Yeah, she starts tr- She's more likely to trust the keepers. She right away, and also she yeah, <laughs> the individuality thing is big with her too. Yeah especially because of her experiences of fairly. And I think her and Amanda took that trauma and processed it differently oh, and it gave yeah, them different viewpoints. Yeah. Um, and I so especially I think-,
1: think about like her after being taken over by the takers in like the yes. first book and a half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And her reaction to that is a very, I feel like Ravenclaw kind of, and not Ooh. Slytherin
0: expand on that i'm interested
1: because she keeps on talking about like how she feels bad for everything happening like ha- that happened to her now friends
0: yeah. but like
1: i feel like if she was a Slytherin, it would be just to amanda and not to the keepers as a group yeah that's fair that is a good point because they're sisters i like, or yeah. They're not sisters, but they're sisters, which is why they're yeah. both Lockhearts.
0: Yeah, and she's not as concerned with, saving she's obviously concerned about protecting Amanda. Yeah. Um, but she's not as concerned with pre- like, she wouldn't sacrifice everybody else over Amanda, like yeah. Amanda would sacrifice everybody else over her. Yeah. Um, one dynamic, and this doesn't have, well, I guess it kind of relates to her being a Ravenclaw. It could um okay. when I th- one dynamic that I really started to explore in like my thoughts about the series and my fan fictions that I was writing during my most recent like yeah fixation with the books is like I'm very interested in the idea of a friendship between her and Willa and Philby because when I found out that they all yeah. went to the same school it makes sense that the three of them would be like a trio like kind of like a separate trio from the rest of the group yes. Um, and also I don't remember what, but I know there are specific things in the books that like kind of indicate that she's, oh, in, um, I think it's in, it's, it's either in the Insider or in one of the Return books. Okay. Where I haven't Philby, read those in a while, so. Yeah, Philby, because you know how in the Insider that Philby is like stuck halfway through a wall and Willa tells him she loves him and he's, Oh.
1: 10. One of the best moments of the entire series yeah but then then
0: it happens again I think in one of the return books yes because it's when Willa is it's when Willa is missing gets kidnapped I think it's in the I think it's in Disneyland and Philby's like stuck in a wall again and like they have to get to Willa and Jess just screams at him like think of Willa your best moments of with Willa And then when they save Willa, Jess is the one who gets her out of the chest and she says to Willa, like, Philby saved you. And so like, I feel like she knows them well, like she knows them as a couple more closely than the others do, which would, yeah, which would, she knows them as a couple more than the other keepers know them as a couple. Yeah. Whereas the other keepers might know them as their individual friends. But if she sees them on the day, if she saw them on the daily in high school and they were like a friend group and she was third wheel it would make sense and I think that yeah so I yeah Yeah. I'm very interested in the idea of like the Jess Willa Philby trio and then I I used to think Charlene would be Jess's would be Willa's maid of honor but I've also played with the idea that it would be Jess oh because because I don't know because like I think Willa I like it's just playing it's it's all headcanon right but playing with the idea that if they would be very close friends because they went to the same high school yeah Because i've always was,
1: just thought of yeah like will and charlene be each other's made of yeah honor and amanda and like amanda Jess and being Jess. each other's
0: so that everybody gets it because they would probably balance it out like that since they're all such close friends so yeah. that everybody gets a chance okay yeah fine okay
1: <laughs> i'm sorry i'm such a charlene girl at this point no 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 time. i i
0: support you i support you i also think that Jess helps Phoebe. i think yeah. i think okay these are tangent headcanons. That should be a separate okay. episode, but... <laughs> it's fine. I think I headcanon that Jess is the first person Philby tells he's going to propose to Willa, and I think Willa yes. is the first... I think Willa is the first person that Finn tells when he's going to ask Amanda to marry him.
1: Yeah. Who do you think uh, Mabek would, uh, would tell? Oh, If we're doing Ooh. the couples. Either Willa would it be or out of. Or would it be out of Westfield and Charlene like just gives up and
0: proposes to him because he's taking forever? Okay, but I think, okay, we definitely should do another episode together about yes. our post-series headcanons. I think Charlene and Maybeck are the first ones to get married. Yes. I, I, I could also
1: see her like proposing to him because she's like so sick of him like I, I've thought about that with Willa it. and
0: Philby too.
1: I could see that with all of them, not gonna
0: lie. Yeah. So as quick, as a quick, like spark notes version, no specifics of all the details. I think that Charlene and Maybeck get married in college. Yeah. Willa and Wilba and, and Philby get married like right after they graduate college. So, and they're only waiting so that they're waiting until they finish school and yeah. Finn and Amanda get married like a little bit after that.
1: Yeah. No, Amanda would be the one who gives up and proposes
0: to Finn. I don't know. I think she would be, she would be nudging him. So I did write, I did write another fan fiction. It was kind of a crack fan fiction where it's like, um, Jess and Charlene are kind of are pressuring Philby to <laughs> finally propose while they're all singing drunk karaoke at a bar.
1: I read that. Yeah. <laughs> you said that to me when we were in our, like, kingdom space when i was finishing high school and you were starting college
0: yes and um and yeah no they're like singing and charlene no charlene they're singing charlene and amanda and willa are all gonna sing dear future husband yeah and they're trying to convince willa to sing the lyrics to philby to convince him to Propose to her. I love and that. And Jess, and yeah, and then that was what I played with the Jess and Philby friendship because Jess knows it's all happening and she's just like watching Philby figure it all out. Because her and I Philby are the designated drivers. Yeah. yeah. They would be. I mean, obviously everybody would do it, but on that night. Yeah. But anyway, um, um, so Jess is a Ravenclaw. So shall we finish
1: it off with? the man himself, Wayne.
0: Oh, I didn't think. I've never thought about Wayne before. Interesting. I I figured we should
1: do Wayne because, you know, he he kind of started the keepers.
0: Yeah, but I've never thought about it before, so I don't know what
1: to say. Ooh, we're getting real life thoughts from Julie.
0: (laughs) I don't know. And you know, I haven't read the books in so long. Okay, um... okay.
1: Yeah, in the book I'm on, he's kidnapped, so it doesn't really help me out right Uh, now.
0: The biggest, the the most suspenseful moment of my entire adolescence was when Wayne was kidnapped. Yeah, I
1: think I'm about to record him getting unkidnapped, because I think Charlene is there
0: when that happens. Yes. So, yeah. And when they think, in the third book, when you think Wayne is dead and then he's not... Yeah, I
1: just had to film sad Charlene thinking that Wayne was dead. Yeah, and then in
0: the seventh book, yeah, he is, he's actually dead. Yeah. And then in the insider, apparently not for reasons, not the insider, um the the last Disneylands. Yeah. And nobody understands how Dillard and Wayne are alive again, but that's it's fine. Yeah. Um,
1: ooh, I didn't even think about this really.
0: I don't know I feel like okay so we can look at Wayne because like because Wayne really only comes in as like the Dumbledore kind of mentor figure yeah so it's not oh, like we we're can seeing, look at him but like look at him 1955 Wayne yeah is Wayne a Gryffindor I don't want Wayne to be a Gryffindor <laughs> I
1: don't want Wayne to be a Gryffindor because Gryffindor
0: is kind of my default house really Yeah, but like, so, but if we can't decide, if, if Finn is either a Gryffindor or a Hufflepuff, it makes sense that he would look up to Wayne as a Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. So are we just going to sort Wayne into Gryffindor? I don't know. Can't we
0: just say Hufflepuff? We can say Hufflepuff. But I don't know. I don't, I can't. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is Wayne a Raven? I feel like Wayne's a Ravenclaw. The thought just came to me. Yes. Yeah, Wayne's a Ravenclaw. Screw the rest yeah. of that. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> yeah, he definitely...
1: How did we forget about all of his freaking riddles that he writes? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because a Gryffindor would not be coming up with those riddles.
0: Sorry, right, say that again. My headphone fell out. Oh.
1: A Gryffindor would not be coming up with those riddles that he comes up with or the tail,
0: st- the stonecutter's tail. No. And he cares about, like, oh my god.
1: <laughs> Her headphone keeps on falling out, listeners. Okay.
0: He cares about, like, the values of Disney, like, yes, Disney's influence and what it means for yeah. life and the world um and it's the way he talks about willa and philby and jess and like oh and that's another thing he is so focused on like each of their individual abilities and personalities and strengths yes and individuality is such a big thing yeah okay He's a <laughs> 10 clock. out of 10 there we go to, i am happy to have wayne kresge in my house
1: yes uh
0: right. i guess we put the wrong last name for him because i thought (laughs) of wanda's last name okay because in the third book they say that wanda's last name is all but then i think in the seventh book or the return books they call her wanda Krusky. of
1: course they do because i put all on here i was like wait a second no
0: do you want to hear something really gross gross that i realized last week so in the third book when wanda appears correct Yes. The keepers are 13 or 14, they're in eighth grade. So they're at most 14. Yeah. Wanda is 30. I am turning 24 this year, which means I'm six years older than the keepers in book three, but I'm only four years younger. Than Wanda. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, more than, I'm like 10 years older than the keepers. I don't know why I said six. I'm 10 years older than The Keepers in book three, but six years apart from Wanda. So I am closer to age in Wanda in book three than The Kingdom Keepers. I always forget
1: Wanda is an actual character, not just like a fan-made character that someone made up. She shows up so sporadically. Yes. So like, again, I was rereading the books so I could get to the point where I started recording. Yeah. And I remember texting Skylar and being like, I forgot Wanda's a real character. Because I definitely thought someone made her up during the Instagram phase of yeah. Kingdom Keepers.
0: Well, there's so many, there's so many unanswered questions about Wanda too. Like, where does You're she so come beautiful. from? Who's her mother? Juan, Wayne is like Wayne was with the Imagineers in 1955 and he was like 18 years old. So now he's like, I think I did the math once that in the first book, Wayne is in his 70s. Yes. Um, and Wanda's only thirty, so like, he was like I don't know. forty. Did he adopt her? That like, that's a good question. Did he? I don't know. We don't know. No. So I am speaking from someone who was in the Kingdom Keepers fandom in the olden days, like when the books were coming out. Yeah. There was a lot of characters who were real, like um brooke who appears i think there's a character named brooke who helps them in the insider i believe she's a real person who was one of my friends during the early days of the fandom she interned with ridley um wow so i wonder and i know wayne was a real cast member um i wonder if wanda
1: was a real person
0: i wonder like is wanda or no maybe not but like all like the one-off cast members that are mentioned like there's like a cast member named megan who helps them in book four? Um, like, are all of those based off of real people is oh, a good question. definitely, right? It's gotta be, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, Julie, it was so nice having you
0: on. Yes, it was so nice being here. Thank you, I yes. had fun. Where can the people find you? Okay, so mainly um, the main social media platform I use for fandom interaction and stuff like that now is TikTok. um my username is at julie the bibliophile one yes. sentence no caps um and if you want to see me on instagram for some reason it's that's where i am on instagram as well and yes. tumblr and it will really be
1: it. um links in our description yes down below. and i don't or really use tum-
0: yeah and i don't really use tumblr anymore um, but it's julie the bibliophile there um and i also have some kingdom keepers fan fiction on archive of our own if you're interested in Ooh. reading that um, it's old fan fiction, but it's there. Um, my main one is called Once Upon a Dream, and it's a fan fiction that um, plays with what would have happened if the Keepers had caused the paradox yeah, coming back from 1955, and had they never met. Um, that's on Archive of Our Own, and the username for that is Kingdom Keeper of the Library.
1: Well, again, thank you so much for coming on, it was so nice chatting with you.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah
1: okay so let's get into this fandom news the 1997 tv production of rogers and hammerstein cinderella starring brandy and the late whitney houston has set a 25th anniversary reunion special for abc networks 2020 during disney's world princess week on august 23rd hogwarts legacy the open world adventure set in the wizarding world of harry potter Originally given a holiday 2022 release window, is now a 2023 game. Publisher Warner Brothers and developer Avalanche Software announced a delay and a new release date for the game, which will be on February 10th of 2023. The new cast of Broadway's Into the Woods has been announced. Joining the company is Stephanie J. Block as Baker's wife, Sebastian Arcelis as Baker, Krista Rodriguez as Cinderella, And Montego Glover will share the role of the witch along with Katina Miller. And Gavin Creel will play the wolf slash Cinderella's prince with Andy Carl, taking on the role from September 6th through 15th. As Disney Parks prepare to celebrate its 40th anniversary of Epcot on October 1st, fan favorite tours from the Enchanting Extras Collection are returning to Epcot beginning on October 2nd. The world premiere of Grammy and Academy Award winner Melissa Etheridge's new off-Broadway show, solo show, Melissa Etheridge Off-Broadway, My Window, A Journey Through Life, will play at New World Stages for three weeks in October. Disneyland Magic Key Renewals opened the week of August 15th. Off-Broadway's Between the Lines has moved up its closing date a month to September 11th. Disney Cruise Line has announced that COVID-19 vaccination requirements for children will be reduced beginning September 2nd. RuPaul Drag Race star Alaska's Drag the Musical has set its world premiere at Hollywood's Bourbon Room. Jonathan Groff and Lindsay Mendez are to join Daniel Radcliffe in New York Theatre Workshop's production of Merrily We Roll Along Off-Broadway in November. And finally, Jesse Williams, and Jesse Tyler Ferguson will return to take me out on Broadway. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatals. We are a proud part of the Real Fans Podcast Network. And if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them on RF4RM.com. Join us next week where Gabby will be returning to talk about A Galaxy Far, Far Away. I'm so excited to have her back on. Um, remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast and subscribe to us on YouTube please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you think of the show and remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Fan Fatales Pod for the latest updates and to possibly be featured in a future episode now my Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are all at Snippy Emma which is S-N-I-P-P-Y E-M-M-A Our editing is by the wonderful Carol Meyer. As always, thanks for tuning in. Bye! The views expressed in this episode do not reflect the brand or company they are about.